0: Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT, hanging out here with you inside of the Charney's menswear and tuxedo studios, 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, New York. You can find Any style, any size, when you're looking for any type of menswear, dress up and dress down at Charney's, 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, New York, inside of the Charney Studios. Like I said, Facebook Live, facebook.com, backslash LiveNowDT, and, of course, on MixLR.com, you're listening, backslash Wake Up Call DT, and you can tune in live Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. In the second hour of today's broadcast, I'm very happy to have back on the show the head coach of Marywood Pacers women's basketball, and that is Jen Carlton. She's in her first year with the team. They've gone through some injury. They obviously have a lot of new faces on the team and some returning faces that are here with the program. I was with them this past weekend when I came back and reprised my role on MU Courtside with a big thanks to the Com Arts department as well as athletics, and of course Brendan Murphy, the current host of the broadcast and a big thanks to Jen and Enrico for having me be there as well. So it was great to come back to Marywood University. And I know that Jen and Enrico wanted better outcomes, but it was definitely great to be around there, great to be there for Youth Day and all that came from that. So with that being said, we bring her back onto the broadcast to give some thoughts mid-season. Jen, how are we doing today? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing well. And, and Jen, I, I want to I kind of just jump right into it. I, I know that Gwen and Mercy... Had had put on a full court press, and I know that that was something that they were living in. Uh, You know, as far as as moving forward from that, since they utilized it really the whole game, and you know the the press break is is obviously something that's imperative. You know, is there an implementation of of maybe new plays at this point in the season? Do you have ones that had already been set up? But when you look at something like a full court press, that You know, at any level, D1, D2, D3, or JUCO is a hard thing to break. Is that one of maybe the key points of of practice now, is breaking those presses and creating plays or maybe going into your wheelhouse and and utilizing some of that?
1: Well, always going into the wheelhouse, trying to figure out something different. But um, we knew going in that Mercy played the Grinnell style, um, and that's that's what they do for, you know, I think all out. I think they were seven and six at the time when we played them. Um, every single one of their games, they're they're trying to shoot 97 shots a game, 95 shots a game. Um, they're trying to make half of them threes, and they're trying to force over 30 turnovers a game. Um, so that's kind of their style: five in, five out, every 45 to 60 seconds. And uh, so we we did prepare for it. Don't get me wrong; we spent a whole two days of practice going over all those things. But um, when you, we have so much youth on our team, no excuses, 100 percent no excuses. But we have so much used and they're not used to seeing that style. And, and perfectly honest, I've never coached against that style. I actually called a couple of my uh, older coaching friends and, and they were a little bit like, well, I've never, I've never seen it before. Um, so I got them, you know, hooked on watching the film of it. Um, it, it. It's different. It's a way different life than it is. You know, you can't prepare for it, you know, in the way that in the magnitude in which they, they do it in a consistent basis. So um, it, was a, it was a tough day. It was absolutely one of those ones that we, you know, we're very fortunate that we get to see them again. And and I'm fortunate that I get to coach against them again. Because um, I really, you know, I want to, I want to play against it again. I want our girls to feel a little bit more confident and in, in knowing what their style is, and be able to kind of utilize what we, what we worked on in practice a little, with a little bit more confidence. Because you can see it. Um, so I'm excited to see them again um, early February. I'm looking forward to it. I know there are not many coaches would say that after a 40-point loss to them, uh, but I am looking forward to it, and I think the girls are too
0: speaking here with Mary Wood University Women's Basketball Head Coach Jen Carlton. And, and Jen, what do you take, I mean, when you when you go into a game like that and, and you speak on the fact that, you know, no matter how you try to simulate it in practice, it's hard to go up against. You know, people have said that historically about Jim Bayheim's 2-3 zone that no matter how you try to simulate it, you can't really figure it out. And then with Virginia's defense as well and what Tony Bennett's done, you know, no matter how people try to play it, even Butler, at times, too, because before it felt like Virginia was doing... Butler was playing a defense that, you know, if they kept you 54 points, you know, under 60 points, they they had a great chance of winning. So, you, you know, for you to, to, to go up against it, and like you said, you can't really simulate it, what were your biggest takeaways and your biggest learning moments, you know, without giving too much away, obviously, uh, what were some of the biggest takeaways that, that you got from this weekend against Gwenda Mercy?
1: I mean, we just all the things that we said to do we did the opposite so and everything that we said not to do we did those things so i think just the learning experience of understanding that you know we, we do drills for a reason we have a, a game plan for a reason you know for for specialized games just like this and, and just you know just to be able to kind of get the kinks out um in, in a practice setting you know would have been nice for us but at the same time like I know that we needed to see it. It's one of those things, like, it's an experience-based, you know, system, that you need to see it in order for you to kind of fully understand it. So, um, obviously, a press break is is huge. And, you know, we had three or four different options on, on what we wanted to do. And, unfortunately, it never got to that point. Um, But, you know, I I do think the next time around we'll we'll be much more um, confident in in understanding why we're doing something, not just do it because the coach says so. Um, So I think that that was a a big point to make.
0: So as you look forward and as you step forward here, you know, you're inside of your first season at Marywood. Coaching-wise, I mean, you've been in different places. You've been at different levels. You've done different things. What have you learned up to this point to kind of – you know, look mid-season in the mirror and assess, you know, yourself, assess the team, assess what's going on. What are you seeing up to this point? What are you learning up to this point? What have been, you know, as a coach, you always want to have teachable moments, but a, a, a good coach will be able to teach. A great coach will be able to learn. What have you learned at this point?
1: Well, I've learned that every day is a brand new day. I've learned that you know we're we're playing with next man up. Man up. We've had a ton of injuries. We've had a ton of you know minor little setbacks, um, but we know we're. I'm very fortunate that we have a full roster. Um, and I'm fortunate enough that we are we are coachable and um, I'm learning every single day from them on what they're comfortable with and what they, you know, what they, you know, are drawn to in terms of like what their capacity is for learning of this thing or or that thing. Um, and, and I'm excited every day for practice regardless of you know what the, what the outcome is of the game. I know we're getting better, and I know that the girls know they're getting better. So um, that's my, you know, that's my my outlook on things. And if we just stay the course, if we understand that this year is about building the foundation and not letting not letting things like just because we're not winning right now doesn't mean that we're going to coach any less hard or we're not going to take practice is serious, or we're going to say, it's okay if you miss this. No, that's not the case. This is where we're, you know, we're building that character. We're building the foundation for what comes next. And what comes next is us, you know, putting all these pieces together to move forward to to win some games, um, not just this year, but for for years to come. And um, I'm excited for our future because I think that we, you know, in terms of, of our seniors, we really only lose two that play a significant amount. Um, so we can, we can bounce back and have a good good core back next year that you know, we don't have to reteach all the things that we did this year. They're going to be able to teach any incoming um, the things that we've done this year to kind of just continue to build off of instead of starting from, from scratch. So um, those things that I'm excited about, like I said, every day is a, is a new day, and we're excited for practice every day. The girls came in with a great mentality Um, We had off on Sunday, but yesterday we came in, and we we just went back to, like, I said this is old school fundamentals. We're going back to our camp days today. So we did a whole bunch of, you know, Pete Garavich ball handling skills, and we did, uh, you know, just making a a bunch of wide open layups, and and those kind of things, going off too, finishing on the right hand. And I know that sounds very, like, you know, elementary or intermediate, but, you know, this is the kind of stuff sometimes, even as, uh, even as, you know, adults, we need to go back and, and go into go through the basics again. And yesterday was about going through the basics, going through the fundamentals. And um, we got a lot of things accomplished, and I think that the girls enjoyed it as well. Um, and it wasn't one of those ones where they were just because we got beat by a lot and we didn't do the things that we practiced on Friday. You know, it's not like the, you know we're coming in there with mentality, like, you're going to run for everything, or you're going to do this, But we're going to have a punishment day. It's not about that. It's not. Making sure that we move past Saturday, but hold on to the things that are going to make us better for the future. Um, and the girls did a really good job of, of bouncing back yesterday, and I'm excited
0: for practice tonight as well. Uh, coming from Jen Carlton, Marywood Pacers women's basketball head coach, a- as you as you continue to look at these a- as positives and, and the pieces, like you said, to build off of. You know th- this team, and you and I have spoken about this before. Three, you know, some of these young women, uh, three coaches in 3 years how have they responded to you how are how are they with you have you become their leader do you get a sense of that are you still trying to get a piece of the room that maybe hasn't bought in yet i mean how do you uh, because you came in late you know you're brought into in what i think it's september so you didn't have a lot of time to get get ready for the season recruitment had been done the players that were coming in were coming in the players that were staying were staying so you know you kind of got thrown into the fire immediately, and you know you welcome the challenge, which I appreciate and respect. but to come in so late it's it's hard to kind of take over the reins when you got to start practice five seconds after. Do you feel like you have the team? do you feel like you're you're still working to have it? Does it feel like yours because you were in a, a unique situation that I, I don't think any coach envies, which is you know not having the time to really get in there for a few months and, and, you know, it was more quick. And I know five years ago for Enrico, it was the same thing. Coach had left and he got thrown right into it right away and and they struggled early as well. So where is it in your mind? And do you feel like this team is, is your team? Do you get a sense for that? Or do you still feel like that this team is kind of learning to be a family at this point?
1: No, I I think that we have, we have the team, we have the locker room. Our leaders have been outstanding, um, I, I think that we do. I think that we know that we're—it's you know—it's us versus the world, and we're okay with that, you know. And um, we know that it's a—it's a growing year. We know that it's one of those years that it's not just about the wins and losses, it's about the foundation that we're building. And um, you know, when you can, when when you can look into every player's eyes and know that they believe the same thing that you're, you you know—that you believe in, that we can do something. Um, I, I think that's when you kind of know when, when they're yours. And I have that feeling, you know, every time I look at them, every time we're together, I know that they they have the same mentality, the same goals that I do. And, um, you know, we have... You know, I have different ways of getting there than maybe their past coaches have, and they're adjusting to those ways because you know they they want to get better. They they're truly coachable. They really want to win. They're tired of losing, um, and they want to feel you know they want to feel that sense of you know accomplishment um, you know every day instead of just you know in the three times that we've won so far. And, um, but we're you know like I said, I. I we are measuring success a little bit differently this year. It's not just about the wins and losses. It's about you know knowing that we're taking the right steps in the right direction. And I think that the girls do know that we're taking the right steps in the direction. Saturday was not the right step. But I keep telling them sometimes, you know, it's like a slingshot. Sometimes you got to pull back in order to be shot forward. And Saturday was our pullback moment. So we're able to shoot forward and, and go from here. And um, I'm excited about what comes next, definitely. But you know, we had a really good win on Monday of last week. We were down... We were down 18 at halftime, I think 21 um, for the game, and we battled back, and it was just one possession at a time, and I keep telling them there's no 18-point shot. There's no 21-point shot. It's not going to happen instantaneous. It's going to happen one possession at a time, and you know, all of a sudden, we look up, and there's you know, a minute, minute and a half left and we're only down four. And then we look up again and, you know, it's 52 seconds. We've just t- taken our first lead of the game and we, we maintain that. So, you know, to be able to do that with, with some underclassmen and um, to be able to do that with with the group of girls that had three coaches in three years, you know, that right there was one of those moments for our team that was, you know, it was it was wonderful for us. It was indescribable for them, and and just the the looks on their faces and their, you know just how happy they were in the locker room afterwards. You know, make all those you know those moments that you're a little weary, you're in between of you know is this working? Are we on the right page? Are we you know are we all be together? It, it just solidifies those things, and just you know it was a win to help help us feel that way. But just how they did it was more than just the win. It was it was a bounce back, and a lot of underclassmen, a lot of teams that you know, have had three coaches in three years and, you know, have a lot of obstacles in front of them or a lot of excuses that want to stay in front of them, you know, would, would crumble. And they would just say, okay, we're down 18, we'll just focus on the next game. But they never did. And I think that that's really, you know, it shows a lot of character and it shows what we're made of and it shows what we're, our future is about too. So I'm really proud of that.
0: That yeah, coming from Jen Carlton, Marywood Pacers, women's basketball head coach. And, and and Jen, you know, for you, as you step forward, you continue to learn, you continue to grow, You've seen some leaders. You've mentioned some leaders here, and as the team moves forward into the rest of the season, who would you put on that line, leadership-wise? I I know that your two leading scorers, your double-digit scores in in this most recent game. I know that you know that was uh, Ariya Onst and, and as well as Kate Riley. And I had said during the game on the broadcast, you know, I want to, you know, these are the moments where I want to see Ariya step up. These are the moments where I want to see Kate step up because I know that there's leadership that comes from them. I feel like the team could follow in their footsteps and they end up being the leading scorers on the team in that game, despite the fact that, you know, you did lose to Gwen and Mercy uh, by, a, by a larger margin than I'm sure that you wanted to or lose it all. But what can you say about Kate Riley and Araya Angst specifically and what they've been able to do because they've had the numerous coaches, you know, three coaches, three years, and they have established leadership. They've obviously commanded respect out, out of me you know, for whatever that's worth. Because when I'm watching the game, I'm saying, I want to see how they take over. And then I look at the line at the end of it and Ariah having almost 20-20 for, you know, not just a double-double, but almost, a, you know, a double-double and then some, and then seeing what Kate was able to do. Are those your leaders? Is there somebody else you want to put on that line as well? Just what you could say about leadership at this point as this team looks to navigate through a year where there are some growing pains. Yeah, I
1: mean, Kate and and Araya have been great leaders for us. We've also had um, Emily Theobald and uh, and Marissa uh, and Tiffany as well. Um, unfortunately, Marissa's been been out with an injury, so we're not sure when we're going to get her back yet. Um, but Emily is, is a silent leader. She's one of those ones who you know she really knows the game of basketball. She she understands the game of basketball. So when you say something to her, you know that translates, and she's able to be. You know, kind of that coach on the court. That you know, she's not gonna be loud. She's not gonna like you know, yell from across the gym for where you have to where for you to go where you have to be. But she is gonna pull you aside and tell you the things that you need to you need to look for, or what's gonna be open, or what's here, what's there. Um, so she's been a great leader for us. And you know, Abaya and Pete and Emily and Marissa—they all have different you know, unique styles of leadership. Obviously, Araya is our leader on the court in terms of, you know, she's our leading scorer. The last three games, she's averaged a double-double. Um, you know, she just got an honorable mention for um, for, all, all, for the conference player of the week. You know, she's one of those ones on the court that we look to when we are, you know, when we need something. We need to push. We're down. We need a big basket. We need to stop. She's one we look for for that. You know, Kate. We're looking for you know, her vocal leadership. You know, to kind of get on someone. She's not afraid to say, okay, you're not doing what you need to do. You know, you know, hold someone accountable. Every every team needs one of those. You know, Marissa is, is one that will be you know very energetic in practice, and she'll get everybody going. And if we're you know have a little bit less energy in practice, you know, she's the one we kind of look for. Even with her being out on the sideline right now, there's the girls still look to her for for that energy, that that push on the sideline, and like I said, Emily's just very smart, and, you know, the four of them are able to complement each other really well, and um, that's why, you know, I was to be at 16 girls in the team, so having four captains may seem like a lot, but in reality, it's not, and um, I think the, the fact that all four do so many things different, it really helps, you know, the growth of our program, and on top of that, you know, three of those, three of those captains are only juniors, so I get them back next year, um, helping them understand the foundation that we're we're right now and to build off of it for
0: next year. So, I'm very fortunate. You having that, you know, you having the the those players you mentioned, Marissa Fernandez, Tierney and and what she has brought to it and and I said it on the broadcast when I came back for MU courtside, I said, you know, she's the energy. And and you just yeah. said, you know, in so many different ways where she can be that and and I mean she she is. I mean, I, and I said that to uh, to Brendan Murphy, I said when she is on the floor, I mean, even in, like you said, even when she's not, but I said, she doesn't have to score a point. She doesn't have to get a rebound. She doesn't have to get a steal. Like not, she's just, she's a junkyard dog. She's loud. I don't think people want to go up against her. She's physical. She's willing to take that contact. I almost feel like she likes that contact you know she she's kind of like that that old school type of player so i got to imagine and i got to hope that there's some way shape or form that your team and you mentioned it is still feeding off of her because she is such a giant ball i said the energizer bunny would just give up and go to the corner and plug itself in when it met Mar- marissa because that's just how she is she really
1: is. She really is. And I guess and you know, her energy and her you know her enthusiasm for you know for playing and for the game is trickling down to our underclassmen. I mean, it was hard to for you to see it live on Saturday, but you know, Savannah Purdy, she's a freshman. You know, she comes in and she's a ball of energy. She you know she doesn't care who she's going against. She's probably the smallest girl on our team, but she'll she'll go against anyone. And, and she has a lot of that Marissa funk to her. So it's it's, it's a nice torch passing. For for right now, why Marissa can't be on the court with us, um, but you know, at the same time, her her vocal energy, her her demeanor, you know, what she provides to us, but she's not on the court um it, it's just something that we need it, it's absolutely something we need and, and it just goes to say it goes to what we've been saying all year and i think we said it at our tip off dinner you know whether you're the first player on the team you know the best score or you're the last person to come off the bench or you're someone like marissa who's not getting off the bench right now because of injury you're, you're so valued and, and we need you to be you we need you to show your personality we need you to be you know, to. Be, Show your personality every single day, so this team can, can become what they're truly meant to be. And If you're timid, if you're not being you, if you're being shy, if you're holding back, you know, we're never going to experience what we can fully be um, because you're not letting us, you know, show, you know, see who you are. And she's a perfect example of how we need we need everybody. And you know, she's really she's really passed along, you know, her energy to a lot of people, and I, I'm proud of her.
0: Yeah, she's been fantastic, and, and I know that. You'd love to have her on the floor, but at least you have her on the team in some way, shape, or form. Uh, speaking here with Jen Carlton. Jen, I, I before I let you go, I was speaking with Gabby Holko. And Gabby, Gabby obviously was the coach of Marywood before you came in for a season and had some success and, and helped the team to get to the playoffs and get a victory and whatnot. She's at Susquehanna now. I, I asked her about her connection to you, and she said, well, when I left, I was always told to leave things better than you found them. And that's what I want to do with Marywood. She's like, you know, it was hard for me to leave Marywood. It was something that she had to sit down and really think about. She spoke with Enrico Mastriani about the the men's coach there at Marywood. And she said, you know, I went to Susquehanna. It was a school that had been on my mind for a long time. And they had this back and forth game with Marywood. It was important for her that when she left, she said, I left a bunch of folders. I left a bunch of information. I wanted the next coach to have something. She gave her side of it in, in in that she you know wanted to leave stuff. She wanted to help out. You know she she obviously uh, you know wanted to be there for you and and respects what you're doing and whatnot. What do you feel from her? I mean I've heard nothing but positives on her end. Did she leave you you know a, a bunch of information that was you know useful and utilized? And what can you say about you know your relationship with her when she was there for a short time but really cared about. These young women, and at least in my opinion, from what I saw, and now you're there. Did did that transition? Was that helped by the fact that you know she tried to pay it forward? Did you get a sense for that?
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, the the first time I walked into the office, and I mean, there was you know, four or five folders there, and you know, there's there's the you know financial parts of it, and there's this part of it, and there's you know little notes on every player, and you know, I like just. just her take on, on, you know, the notes from last year's team and, you know, maybe a little bit of notes from, from the recruits as well. Um for the recruits as well. But just to be able to have that, you know, that the little bit of notes just to kinda she didn't want me to, you know, take her opinion on what the girls were, but just a couple notes here and there to, to get her stuff going because it was so late in the process and it was, you know, extremely helpful. So you know I, I think it was five minutes after I I walked in on my first day and I saw everything there. And I made sure I texted her and I, I told her, Don't worry, you know, i want to take good care of your girls. They're in good hands, um, and thank you so much for you know for laying out the groundwork for me. And I appreciate it. And I said, you know, it helped because it was so late in the process. It wasn't like I was getting a job in June or July when you know normal normal uh, normal hires happen. It was this was I you know. Late september I mean my first day was september 25th which is you know literally you know two weeks before the first day of practice but um you know those little things helped and uh, I actually met gabby the first uh, for the first time when we played them um, right before break and um, just you know very understanding very nice person we actually met up the next day we're, you know we were working at the same um, the same gym so we sat and talked for that whole game and you know just 164 stories and going back and forth and, and put a face to, to a game and to some stories and those kind of things. But um, I enjoy getting to know her, and I look forward to, to future, uh,
0: future games with her as well. And, and with that, you know, and I had spoken with her about the fact that there was that, you know, non-conference susquehanna Marywood game that was something that, that we've seen them in the landmark conference and you in the Atlantic East. And I asked her if she wanted to continue that, and she said, you know, this is something that's been going on for a while, but it's important and, and kind of imperative that – she keeps that going. Do you have the same hope and sense for that? I mean, it seems like you do, from what you just said. That this is a non-conference game in the state of Pennsylvania that you'd like to see continue.
1: Oh, definitely. We already have a schedule for next year. I think we open up with each other, so so it's you know it's the first game of the year. I think next year, and you know I'm excited because I mean I'm a competitor at heart, as as she is, and I know the girls are competitors too. And you know we lost we lost to them by a decent amount, but um, we were we were getting better. And I know that we were just a couple possessions away from kind of changing that score. Uh, I don't know about the outcome but changing the score and having, you know, a little bit different circumstance in the fourth quarter or the third quarter. So um, I know that we're, you know, we're anxious. We're ready to get back at it, obviously, but we have a whole year to do that. And, you know, I know she's thinking the same thing. So I'm excited. I love friendly rivalries. I love rivalries, um, especially when you're a good person. And she she really is. I got to know her a little bit. um, And, you know, Coach Joe, I worked with her last year because, you know, he was her assistant last year. He's my assistant this year. So just having that connection has been great. And uh, just to kind of, you know, throw text messages back and forth at each other, like, hey, how about this? How about that? And it's nice. It's nice to have that connection. So I'm looking forward to it. And I'm hoping that it continues
0: for years to come. How important was it for you speaking with Jen Carlton here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Charneys Men's Wear and Tuxedo Studios on 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, New York? How, how important, how vital was it for you to keep Joe Reno on the staff as an assistant coach? Like you said, he was an assistant under Gabby. He's an assistant under you. To To give some familiar face, some type of bridge between the coaching changes and whatnot, how important was it for Joe Reno to stay there in your opinion?
1: Oh, it was so important. It really was. It was uh, imperative that really. he stayed. Really, you know, it was so late in the process. He was in in on my interview process as well. So, you know, as much as they were interviewing me, I was also, you know, looking looking at what you know what was going to happen if I did get the job um, and how to move forward with it. But you know, I liked I liked um, Joe right from the start. He was he was real. He he said what he felt, but he was never you know overbearing. He was never trying to take charge. He was never trying to, you know, to to step on any toes. Um, he knows exactly what he's doing. He's just a great guy and it's amazing. Every time I say, like, oh, my sister is Joe Reno, every single person that I talk to, oh, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. And, like, even before I met him, people were like, he's a great guy. You're going to love him. And he's he's going to be great. And I'm like, how is this guy? He's so great. Everybody everybody loves him. Everybody does. And he truly is. He really is one of, those, one of those people that I don't think anyone dislikes. I don't think anyone you know, just says he's okay. He's just a great person and he cares about the girls. He cares about our process. He loves the game of basketball. He loves this area. You know, he really he understands, you know, girls' basketball in terms of like high school level. Um, he still coaches at the intermediate level. He, you know, just helps out with some club teams. Um, yeah, so he's just one of those people who, uh, you know, I enjoy being around and he makes your program better. So I'm very fortunate to have him.
0: That coming from Jen Carlton. Jen Carlton, uh, final. Peace, at least for today's broadcast here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tatora, because I know that you'll be a mainstay here for us as you've been right off the jump when you got hired. Message to your team moving forward, message to Marywood as you continue to navigate, as you continue to grow and develop. What's the what's the mission statement? What's the central message? What's what's the thing that you want to say in the locker room and in practice and in games and repeat? What what's what's that maybe one message that you have for the young women as well as the community?
1: Stay positive. I mean, just stay positive. It's you know, it's a growing experience for not just the team, but for everyone that's associated with the team, everyone that's a support, you know, support system. And um, we're very fortunate to have a great support system, um, including yourself, who obviously has their back no matter what. We appreciate that. And, um, you know, just staying positive is going to be huge because the minute that you turn negative, the minute that you, you know, feel like this isn't worth it, the minute that you second-guess what you're doing is the minute that you let your team down just a little bit, you know. And if that, those moments add up, you know, you're, you're doing a little bit more than just hurting just that moment. You're, you know, you're hurting a culture. Um, and, and our culture is to stay positive, to get better every single day, to learn from our mistakes, to realize that the mistakes are, are lessons learned. They're not – we don't want you to hold on to the fact that you made a mistake. We want you to hold on to the lesson that was learned because of that mistake. Um, and, and just realize that mistakes will add up the really positive things if you have the right mindset. And I think that we're we're getting in that, that direction. We're focusing on the right things. We're heading in the right direction. We're putting one foot on the other and we're you know, we're on like coach Enrico says, brick by brick and, and we're getting there and um, you know, just stay the course and realize that like I said, sometimes there's that slingshot and sometimes you really have to you know, get pulled back to shoot yourself forward. And, and I know that back to the VRC did, you know, when it comes down to it, we're we're shooting ourselves back we're pulling ourselves back to really um, propel forward, and, and I'm looking forward to
0: for our future. Coming once again from Marywood Women's Basketball Head Coach Jen Carlton. Jen, as always, I appreciate it. I thank you for your time. I know that this team is working, I know that they're trying, and I hope nothing but the best like you said, you know that I'll be in your corner and that is a, a definite, so continue to do what you're doing, continue to work hard, and I hope that it starts showing up in, in the in the win column for you, but no matter what, I hope that you know brick by, re- brick by brick, piece by piece, they say that players don't remember and coaches don't remember how many wins they had, they remember how they felt during the games, they remember the moments that they came together as a team, so I hope you continue to have those positive moments that ultimately lead to success. And I hope you continue to enjoy this new era that you have in your career, because we're definitely happy to have you at Marywood. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. I'll talk with you soon. All right. Thanks. Take care.